I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So I just wanted to remind you guys here at the top of the episode that next week I will be taking off for President's Day, so regular episodes will resume on Wednesday. And I know that's a little confusing, but the reason is I'm taking off Monday, so we won't have an episode on Tuesday because I make the episodes the day before. So Hope that makes sense to everyone. I know we have a much larger audience, so there's new people who aren't used to how I do things, but I typically take off any bank holidays and it will affect the next day for you guys. So hope that makes sense. And without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into the news. So today I kind of have updates to three different situations for you guys, but there's some big updates. So let's jump into it. First up, Mike Pence's home is searched. So Mike Pence's home in Indiana was searched by the Justice Department for classified documents. This happened with his consent through his aides, and they spent five hours in the home and did end up finding one singular classified document. They described the search as very thorough and unrestricted by the former vice president. He was very willing to let them look anywhere and everywhere in his home. And he and his wife were actually traveling when the home was searched, which is great because it gives the Justice Department really free reign to look everywhere. So that's what you want as the American people for it to be searched really thoroughly so we can have peace of mind. Having one document found in his home is not that damaging to former Vice President Mike Pence, given what has been found at Biden's home and Trump's entire storage locker full of documents. Pence's document was likely there by accident, but it's still notable that the Justice Department did not leave empty-handed. Classified documents have now been found at three of the most likely presidential candidates' homes, This is not a good look. I just feel like regardless of who you are, you have to take our national secrets very seriously. And this mishandling of these documents is just, it's not it. And if you guys remember from last week, Pence has actually now been subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating former President Trump. So he now has that on top of this search to worry about. So there's a lot going on for Mike Pence right now. And we'll definitely keep you guys posted on all that. Next up for today, though, two new flying objects have been shot down over the weekend, which may have been confusing if you guys were seeing some headlines. So I want to parse out all the details for you guys so you can understand what's what. So, of course, there was that original spy balloon that we shot down over the Atlantic off the shore of the Carolinas. That was last week. Over the weekend, there have been two more identified. There was also the one last week 
down in Latin America. That doesn't really have much to do with us, but there were two more over the weekend. So there was the one over Alaska and the one over Canada. We'll go over each separately. So less than a week after we shot down that original spy balloon over the Atlantic, this object was shot down as well. Now, it was not described as a balloon, but they didn't really give much of a further description about this object other than it was a quote-unquote flying object. The State Department did say that it was much smaller than the original one, though, and that this object was gunned down over frozen water. So they expected to be able to retrieve what was left of it and hopefully determine exactly who it belonged to because we are not at this time able to definitively say that this was a Chinese object. But the State Department did say that the object posed a reasonable danger to civilian flights, and that's why they chose to shoot it down. And that leads me to the second object shot down over the weekend. This second flying object was shot down over Canada in coordination, of course, with the prime minister there, Justin Trudeau. There is something called the North American Aerospace Defense Command, and they basically work to protect North America as a whole. Trudeau wrote of the ordeal on Twitter, quote, I ordered the takedown of an unidentified object that violated Canadian airspace. At NORAD command shot down the object over the Yukon. Canadian and U.S. aircraft were scrambled, and a U.S. F-22 successfully fired at the object, end quote. He later added in the comment section of that tweet, quote, I spoke with President Biden this afternoon. Canadian forces will now recover and analyze the wreckage of this object. Thank you to NORAD for keeping the watch over North America, end quote. With each of these instances, we sent fighter jets to shoot down the objects and they plan to analyze all the pieces of them as we have mentioned. As we've reported in past episodes, the American intelligence community believes that these flying objects are being used to track military efforts around the world and there's actually been more than 40 of them documented globally. So this is definitely a scary phenomenon and we'll definitely keep you guys posted on anything we hear. And last up for today, we are going to go over some updates to do with Turkey and the earthquakes. So there's been a lot of mixed emotions when it comes to Turkey's response to these earthquakes as a government. We reported last week that there were some frustrations on the part of the Turkish people because the government had a very delayed response. And now As the dust settles, literally, more and more stories are coming out. Grief and sorrow are really turning to anger now as people are realizing that their government's response likely cost people their loved ones. And now we are hearing that the government has arrested hundreds of architects, basically attempting to blame them for these buildings coming down. They set up a quote-unquote 
Earthquake Crisis Investigation Unit, which is going to look into any builders who may have cut corners or failed to meet existing codes that were put into place back in 1999 when they had another big earthquake. And while we do know that, you know, Turkey straddles some fault lines and that makes it prone to earthquakes and it's important for buildings to be built according to code, is this really the time for hunting down architects? The Turkish people need food and blankets and warm places to sleep. It kind of feels like the government is missing the mark and almost trying to save their own ass by placing blame elsewhere rather than doing what needs to be done for their people. How about we get everyone fed before we hunt down any architects? You know what I mean? The death toll has now risen to over 33,000 people. And about 80,000 people are currently being treated in hospitals and 1.05 million left homeless, according to Turkey's vice president. This has been flat out the worst disaster in the country's memory. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, your body holds deep wisdom. Trust it. Nourish it and watch your life transform. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.